0: Time for Tea with Makita is a podcast about redefining self-care. It's about looking at every aspect of our life, from music, career, family, relationships, and everything in between. It's about spilling tea on those conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Well, we're not afraid to have those conversations right here. Join me as we spill tea on every conversation you ever thought about, dreamed about, or whispered about. Hey, y'all, it's definitely time for some tea. How do you heal others when you're trying to heal yourself? In this episode, I'm sitting down with Antoinette Logan as she spills tea on her journey from abuse, mental health struggles, and how that led her to starting her own nonprofit, Bonded by Birth, to now becoming the CEO and owner of of the altered image agency the tea is hot so let's dive in welcome back to time for tea i'm makita and this is antoinette's story
1: growing up was um difficult times for me i was a pass around kid my mom gave me to my first set of parents godparents Um, when I was either two days or two weeks old. So I was raised by them for the first uh, few years of my life, then snatched and sent somewhere else for a little bit, then sent somewhere else for a little bit. And um, that was pretty much my life until I created stability for myself um, in my early teenage years through my relationships. And um, throughout that process... Um, I was learning and growing and going through stuff and domestic violence and (laughs) dealing with mental illness, people mentally ill, my own mental illness coming out from all types of craziness, just um, navigating and understanding that what is, what appears to be the norm for most people wasn't the norm for me. So understanding that my, my journey was different and, uh, And it doesn't matter the reason why they're separated. I mean, the emotion can be different, but it's still the same loss, whether it was someone died or someone went to the hospital for surgery or someone went to jail or any reason. This is the same result. There's emotions
0: and traumatic experiences that take place. When most people would have allowed their circumstances to dictate their future, not Antoinette she decided that she was going to be a flashlight to the darkness.
1: It was necessary for me to go through the things that I went through personally, like with my parents, um, the things that my son experienced that was a cycle in my family. I mean, literally my history became his story for real. Like it's not just a tagline that I say. And, um, I think that all of that, and then as I got older and I'm, you know, trying to break free from those things, I'm now seeking out out information from family members, people who were around, people who knew different things and gathering. And then some, some information was just coming to me, I guess, because I put it out there in the universe that I wanted to know, things started coming directly to me. Um, Putting all that together, I was able to really see that This was a generational cycle in my family. Like every mother and child was separated from each other several generations beyond me, you know? And um, that's really what Bonded by Birth is about. We're an advocate for parents and children dealing with ruptured relationships due to the separation or disconnection from one another. So it was literally meant to be a support system for people who were like me and my son. That were either separated from their own parents before being becoming an adult or um, parents separated from their children. Because either way you look at it, both people experience a certain set of emotions that is unlike anything you can ever
0: imagine if you have not experienced it mm-hmm. yourself. I couldn't imagine a scenario where my mom would give me or any of my siblings up. My first thought was, that's not normal. And yet Antoinette quickly reminded me that normal is what your experiences show you. And everyone's normal is not the same. Like there is no such thing as normal,
1: a standard. Because just like we could look on on one side of the fence and say that normal is having a mother and a father in the same household and being married or blah 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 whatever we want to say we can also look on the other side and say well i know at least a thousand people or even more that grew up in a house where it wasn't two parents so that's normal to us on this Mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying so like the whole normal thing it's really it really doesn't even exist really because it's like what's normal for you you know what i mean because no matter what somebody else tells you is their norm if you haven't experienced that it's not normal to you
0: like you say if you if you live in that then it is it is your normal it is your every day versus someone who's never experienced it mm-hmm. to you know for them it's like this isn't normal like this this isn't supposed to be happening which I truly believe like it shouldn't be happening like you you shouldn't be abused but it, it becomes a part of who you are it becomes your story. Yep.
1: Yep, it does. You know, it, it's really weird because the when you look at that norm thing, mm-hmm. right, I was just having a conversation not long ago with someone because so, two different situations. One person that I know, their family is super loving and huggy huggy and all of that, mm-hmm. right? But Grown women and adults, they kiss their uncles in the mouth and they sit on their uncle's laps. And it's just to when I it's weird yeah. to me, like it yeah. just don't sit well with me. Then another situation, um, different set of people, baby, little baby sleep in the in the in the car, uh, not car seat in the stroller. Now, the baby sleep like literally not bothered nobody's holding her she doing her thing but here go the uncle that's sitting next to the baby and he's just literally caressing this baby like just over and over and over again she's not even in his lap she in his in her Mm -hmm. seat that don't sit well with me now to some people that may be like oh there's nothing wrong but because of my experiences it just don't feel right to me so like for me knowing that my thought pattern because of my situation is not the same for everybody else I don't react I even though I might have a personal Mm -hmm. reaction I check myself before I actually let that be my final thought yeah you know what I'm saying because it might not be what you think or feel when you have
0: a different perspective from different situations that you've been through and I think that's going to be something for me to remember because I feel like For me, personally, I know that um, my experiences, they do, they shape, you know, how I see things, how I react to things, what I say out of my mouth sometimes. And you're right, you have to Uh hit pause sometimes and and realize that everyone's upbringing, they may see that with the baby and the uncle as a, a form of affection. And that's the type of infection that they're used to within their family.
1: Well, that person was part of my family. We ain't used to that. So, <laughs> but I feel you though. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's just, I don't know. You know, it's a battle that people like mm-hmm. us go through because. I think that because of a lot of things that I have saw and things that I experienced myself, it do make me be one of those people that will stand up and speak on the behalf of other people sometimes, especially when it's some, some BS yeah. for real, for real. Like, I don't know that I just certain things just rub me the wrong way. And I, I'm one of those, I don't care what nobody think. I don't care what's happening. If it's something that's, involving like a kid or something like that, I'm going to probably speak up. And when you don't, when you look in at the situation, like, well, if you speak on this and you really don't know what harm are you causing, who's all affected and blah, 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 you know, that's there a is. battle it with us, literally with me in that moment because your heart tugging on you saying, mm-hmm. excuse my language you know that that ain't, but then it's like, do I really know? Now you mm-hmm. you know what I mean? But then on the other side, I'm a person that trusts my spirit and my intuition. I really do. But because I don't want to create a negative situation for someone else that I'm not 100% sure of, I will go against my 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 intuition and my own self-trust in that moment. And that's a personal battle.
0: For a lot of us, our intuition is all we have that gut reaction that guides us to react. It can be difficult and hard to trust, especially through the lens of someone who's been abused. Even though Antoinette was healing from her own past, that didn't stop her from starting her nonprofit, Bonded by Birth. She wanted to be the person that she wished she had the light, the flashlight in the darkness.
1: I thought that I was ready to be this uh, beacon of light and help save the world through Bonded by Birth. And honey, when people started really like reaching out, like I had T-shirts made with the Mm -hmm. logo and stuff. And the T-shirts is really getting a lot of attention of people questioning like, hey, what is that? And in telling them what it's about. You know, people sharing their stories and now they want to reach out and, you know, have some assistance and help. And I did not realize it was going to take me in a spiral of emotions connected to my own Mm. stuff, Um, you know. So actually, I ended up pausing on that because it was just a little bit too much for me at the time. Um, And then I had to go and do some more me work to, you know, heal some other parts of me that I didn't even know needed paid attention Mm -hmm. to. And, um, bonded by, I'm sorry, the AIM agency came back up because, um, I had already created this brand, meaning like a name and a logo and all that be years before I even used it for real. But, um, when I was in Georgia, I had a, I was done with a client that I had and I needed some new money at this point because that contract was ending. And I had connected with a lady that I knew from home in Chicago that had recently moved there. So we, in our connection, we find out that we have done a lot of similar things more than we had already known about. So she was like, Look, we could do this together. And I'm like, Girl, I already got a name and a logo for a brand that we could do it under. It's fitting for the job, blah, 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 blah. blah. And uh, that's how we brought it together. Um, we, we're, we're not partners now. Um, things didn't work out. Um, we ended that really, really quickly. And uh, I decided to keep moving on it. I ended up coming home to Chicago and uh, just got it all the way in order, made some changes, and it officially became a company. So I was already doing PR and interviews and graphic design and different stuff like that you know, prior to it being a Mm full-blown agency. But um, it just made sense to have a home that could house all of those different skills that were services that could be offered. And then I could easily um, utilize the services of my peers and counterparts that also did similar work where I could funnel money to, Mm -hmm. you know, other businesses while also doing business for myself.
0: Because Antoinette used her flashlight as a torch. I had to ask her throughout all of her journey, throughout everything that she's experienced and been through, what does it now mean to live life unapologetically on your terms? But throughout all of those experiences and you ended up, you know, writing two books, your most recent, It Starts With I, Affirmations, a self-help book. Do you feel like that kind of helped you live and show up unapologetically on your own terms to even get to the point to write the books and just say, here I am? Um, Do I feel
1: that the... Yeah, I guess I would say that because the thing is with being a business owner, you kind of have to mm-hmm. show up and you have to be unapologetic because you're not going to be able to please everybody no matter no. what you do. So you got to show up and be you and do it how you need to do it anyway, regardless of what's happening and who's watching mm-hmm. or not.
0: And you got to be really transparent and open too, which can be kind of tough. And like you said, when you started the the nonprofit and then you realized, mm, hold on, let me just take a step back. I got to do some 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 more work here so I can internalize all these emotions that's coming at me Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you definitely gotta
1: be ready to do the work and the thing is depending on the type of business that you have you every business is not about you so with the aim agency i don't have to show up as antoinette meaning laying my life mm-hmm. on the line and telling everybody what's going on with me personally because my business isn't about that.
0: Mm-hmm. You know
1: what I mean? But if um, if you are a personal brand and your business is directly connected to your person and your personal image, then, yeah, you do need to show up super authentic and literally be yourself because that's what's going to get you the customers that will consistently mm-hmm. buy from you and support you throughout your journey of entrepreneurship.
0: Yeah, that's definitely true. Because I was super curious, I really had to know, what was the motivation for writing the Affirmation book? I need the backstory. I needed to understand why this book meant so much to Antoinette and why she just felt propelled to write it.
1: It starts with that is um, an affirmations book based upon self love mindset business wealth money uh, and growth. Uh, this the main areas of life that I always needed to stay um, stay focused on moving forward and elevating in no matter where I'm at. So these affirmations really were affirmations that I've been using, but. Um, This one particular day, I was outside hanging with my girl on the phone. She's in Atlanta. I'm in Chicago. We haven't talked in a while. So I'm like, I'm going to sit in my car and talk to you so we can, you know, spill the tea. (laughs) And um, for real, right? And she called me at like 1030 in the morning. Here it is 430 in the evening, and I still haven't eaten. So I'm like, let me just go grab me something to eat. But I'm not a person who drives talking on the phones. I've been in some car accidents. So I'm just real funny about like doing all extra stuff and trying to drive at the same time. But this particular day, I stayed on the phone with her. Long story short, I missed my turn. So instead of doing a U-turn, I waited till I got to the next uh, street that I could make a legal turn and get back on track. And as soon as I did that, I get to a stop sign and I look up and here go my boyfriend with another woman. So girl, I was so upset. I'm mad. Go home, you know, go to bed, whatever. The next day I get up to supposed to work, but I'm still mad from the last night and can't really work. So um, that's what made me really write the affirmation, uh, write the affirmations down as a book, because I was like saying them. I say them all the time. I needed to do something Mm. different than my normal routine. So I had grabbed my notebook and I started writing them when I got down to the 11th number. It's so crazy. When I got to the 11th number, I heard a voice say, this is a book with me doing graphic design and things like that. I just went to my computer, did the layout, did some graphics real quick. And then I just started to fill up, fill the pages on the computer versus on my notebook. And three days later we had a book published. published. Wow.
0: I love that. Tell people where they can get the book and how they can connect with you.
1: You can find me at linktree.com forward slash ask Miss Logan, A-S-K-M-S-L-O-G-A-N. There is a link inside of my Linktree that gives you the It Starts With I series Affirmations book and also the new one that is on the way, which is It Starts With I Intentions. So um, you could get two for the price of one currently. Oh, Awesome.
0: All right, you guys, I will have all of that in the show notes for you, don't worry. Angela, thank you so much for just coming on and sharing your story, sharing your journey. Um, this has been an amazing conversation. I, I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much for having me. I did too. Thank you. All right, you guys, you stay tuned. We're going to have some key takeaways. All right, you guys, it is time for some key takeaways. And that was a lot of amazing tea being spilt. So one of the most important things that I think everyone should take away from this is that it's okay to be yourself. You do not have to show up every day perfect. And being transparent and sharing lets others know that they're not alone. I love the fact that Antoinette used writing and affirmations as a way to heal. Her book, Henna's Affirmations, was the turning point. The point that she knew she had a story, something to get out and share with others. I think Harry Cruz said it best. There is something beautiful about all the scars of whatever nature. A scar means that the hurt is over, the wound is closed, and healed, done with. All right, you guys, that is all the tea that I have to spill today. Don't forget to join me next Tuesday as we spill some more delicious hot tea. Until next time. Namaste.